Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. Just this guy for the day, uh, some of you that'll be a treat and others uh, not so much. But hey, what can you do? We're, we're in it together now so let's ride this puppy out. There'll be stuff from the week, games, movies and TV, um, all rolled into one tasty podcast. So there. If you're not checking us out on YouTube, now's the chance to uh, to pause this and jump over to YouTube and check us out. Uh, while you're there, do us a little favour and subscribe. Uh, means a lot to us. What can I say? It does. So yeah. Here we go. This is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline Podcast. I am struggling for motivation and initially that would sound like a bad thing I mean struggling for motivation is a bad thing but I'm trying I'm, I'm sort of riding a wave um, I'm trying to hold on to I, I almost don't even want to say it um, but I will say it because you know I'm trying to hold on to a small tiny piece of happiness um, which luckily for you I am actually going to talk about further into the podcast um, but I don't know I'm trying to I'm like, oh, I don't know how to, but I'll try and explain. You know when, like, you've had a nice time. You've had a nice time. And it's like, you don't want it to end. And because of that, it's like it's stopping me being motivated. And I'm talking about this evening. I'm talking about right now. Um, it's taken me, I'm going to say, nearly, what time is it? It's probably taken me at least an hour longer to get sitting here now than it should have done. Because I'm just like, oh, just let me, just let me have five minutes. But I haven't got five minutes. I've this to do, or other stuff to do. So... TikTok, time waits for no man, certainly not this man. Um, couple of things on the old list, and then we're straight into the uh, the the good stuff. And boy, have I got a list for you, G bus. Um. Top of my list, actually in bold, because when you write a note on your phone now, the first line seems to think is like a title for a for a note. So it puts in bold. Um, 
So the first thing on the list, uh, I wrote not arguing. Um, so uh, we, we've we've spoken about it. We've talked about it recently, fairly recently. I've been sort of saying that um, a couple of comedians, uh, Bill Burr and Tom Segura, Segura. I've been speaking to me, me personally, through the airwaves of stand-up specials and podcasts. Um, and telling me, personally, that um, the secret to a happy, a long and happy and fulfilled life is not money or fame or any of the other things that doing this podcast bring me. It's in fact not arguing with other humans. Um, it's not easy. My instinct, my go-to move in not every, it's certain situations and it's certainly certain people is immediately there is there is no no time passes at all between them giving their opinion and me starting to argue and it starts off light just a light like you know you know like light jabs like boxing you know like jab just like tap just tap and then it turns into a full blown barroom brawl um, and like I say it's not with everybody it's not with, you know it's not it's only certain people um, there might be a level of comfort involved I don't know but like I say instantly it's like uh, no I'm going to argue with it there are some people that I actively go in the opposite direction. They would say something, they would give their opinion, and I just go, hmm, and walk away. I don't walk, I, figuratively, I walk away from the conversation. Um, I found myself in, in a, a couple of conversations quite recently where it was a situation of me going, hmm, I don't want any part of this conversation. And I just like, no, I'm good, thanks. But what I was talking about is arguing. Um, I will have to, unfortunately, leave some names out of this one. Um, not only is one of the people in question a, a, a podcast alum, uh, they are one of the um, few, I mean one of the millions of people that uh, actually listen to the podcast, so i uh, going to have to leave some names out. But um, a friend of mine is, um, it's like our our roles in each other's lives is just to argue. Um, and I, I, I'm, I'm desperately trying to keep a, keep a handle on it. 
but it's difficult and there are times I catch myself being like no you know you've said too much just say yeah you're right and the number of times I have to I like type something or I suppose it's still te you know, text uh, still typing I guess type something out and then I delete it and then I type something else and then I delete it and then I type something else and then I delete that and then I go yep or mm-hmm or something that's just I am not gonna get into this with you because it's not worth it um, yeah it's tough I'm not gonna lie it is tough um, but and here's the but I can see the benefits and as long as I keep an eye on it and as long as I keep a lid on it every time I say no you're right I can't quite do what you know Mr. Bill uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Segura um, what, I can't quite do what they do because what they're saying is that they immediately change their opinion to the other person's opinion so that they don't have to have the argument or the conversation I can't quite go that way but I am getting quite good at just agreeing um, I haven't because I know full well that there's a difference between going ah uh, yeah and saying the phrase do you know what you're right because that that has the that runs the risk of the other person going hmm and working out because it doesn't work if they work it out so it's tough it's something that I'm trying to keep an eye on something I'm trying to keep a lid on keep track of but absolutely see the benefits absolutely see the benefits so gonna keep a gonna keep an eye on it um, unfortunately I have realized that this is only one area where it's not exactly the same um, but I've realized that um, that another area of my life is my instinct is to go to um, I don't know what you'd like if somebody drops something on the floor part of me goes well that's a silly thing to do well of course it is nobody you know, you know it wasn't intentionally put on the floor um, so I'm I'm trying to sort of be a little bit more objective would it be I'm trying to look at stuff um, and, and that is also something that I need to keep an eye on because there have been points where I've been like no we don't need to don't need to make a big deal of that that is just something that's happened um, so 
there's that. Um, well, two other things to talk about. One I didn't write down on my list because I wasn't 100% sure whether I was going to speak about it. Um, and I have something else to talk about. But, I don't know which order to do them in. One's quite an upsetting thing. Um, to be fair, the other's quite upsetting. Um, I've had a rough week. Um, not everything in the Cook household has been amazing this week. Um, there's been some stuff to work through. Um, and that has taken, it's taken quite a while to do that. I'm pretty sure it's taken nearly a week. Um, because of, and this is something I need to try and break this cycle. Um, but I have heavily, heavily fallen off the wagon this week. And it's like, why is that? No, I mean, uh, I know why. But it's like, something goes wrong in my life, and immediately I'm like, right, well, that's it, diet's out the window, isn't it? Why does it have to be like that? Like I say, I know why it has to be like that, but it doesn't help the fact. Um, so I got on the scales this morning, and I was like, this is gonna be bad, really bad. Um, and you know when you know it's going to be bad and then you step on the scales and it's worse and you're like holy shitballs how have I managed to put on that much weight in a week um, yeah and that was this morning I weighed myself this morning I was like got to get back on the wagon get back on the wagon, get the, you know, back eating bread, um, had, hadn't eaten any bread, um, and then a, a loaf of bread appeared in the house, I was like, oh man, bread's here, my old friend, you know, when bread's here, we got to do stuff, we got we got to mix it up, we got to cut out a sandwich, so... You know, even even this evening, my tea today consisted of a sandwich. I mean, what is going on there? It's been a tough week. Um, but that's what I'm talking about. I've got to focus on breaking that cycle. But yeah, like right with the iron, it's immediate. It is a, a immediate. No time whatsoever passes. It's like man, I'm, I've, I've had a tough week this week. Better buy a cake. Oh, I've had a real tough week this week. Better buy a donut. A real tough week this week. Better have everything, anything, and everything. Um. That's, that's tomorrow, kids. <laughs> no, that's not true. The diet is is, is the diet. It's what I eat. Um, so, yeah. The, it'll just be, you know, 
maybe not eating as much cake maybe that could be a thing possibly hopefully fingers crossed anyway um the other thing, the other thing that i wanted to talk about more just sort of um immortalize something i guess um and to talk about my feelings around it um in last week it was uh it was announced that uh chadwick boseman uh the guy that played black panther amongst other things um passed away um what i will say at this point in time what i'll um what i'll i can't think of the word parentheses is that the word doesn't sound right what i'll say to start is uh this is something that makes me incredibly upset uh, and I'm going to try and talk about why that is um, but I think the way I'm feeling personally uh, I, can al- I can already feel myself welling up uh, I can already feel myself getting quite emotional about this um, which is strange in, in a lot of ways because I've, no- I've never met him um, here's one for you Black Panther as a film, I didn't overly think all that much to it. There, said it. I think I've already said it in past podcasts. Uh, my opinion has not changed. Um, I believe the character of Black Panther was better in every other film apart from Black Panther. Um, however, I fully support and agree and everything what that film stood for um, it championed women it championed people of color it championed all of that stuff and it had an you know it had, a, it had an, an effect uh with the way the world is at the moment i don't know how much of an effect because wow um it was announced that he had passed away um, having lost a four-year battle with cancer, um, and it has made me incredibly sad. Um, don't know the man. Never met the man. Uh, all I've ever seen of him uh, was his movies, and I haven't seen all of them. So, you know, outside of Black Panther. Apparently I've been informed 21 Bridges is very good and I do want to see the Da Five Bloods is it? Spike Lee, don't get on with Spike Lee films but I'm hoping this one might change that. So I tried to pinpoint what it was that that upset me so much. Um, uh, and, And it was his age. That was one of the things that upset me uh, as much as it did. And the other, the other thing that upset me uh, a lot was what he achieved in the last four years. Um, he was battling cancer and making movies and yeah, being the embodiment of this character and being someone that people uh, looked up to and 
being a hero for children and I saw a video where he gave some guy um, who had fought off an armed gunman um, an award he'd received um, and everything that I've ever seen of him he just seems like a really nice he just seemed like a really nice guy but he was three years older than me three years older than me and that's it that's that's his his life has ended and he's achieved so much and i look at i look at me especially that you know after what i've just said about the last week and i'm like what have i really achieved with this life that i seem to be quite content with pissing up a wall So the two things um, kind of collided, uh, and I just couldn't, I just couldn't shake it. Um, like I say now, I feel, I feel emotional talking about it now. Um, you know, forty-three is no age. That's no age. What you know? What could he have achieved? What more could he have achieved in, you know, X number more years if he'd have lived a longer life? I you know you can't say fuller because you don't know, but certainly a longer life. What did he achieve in the time that he was suffering and fighting through this battle? And then there's me going. Oh, just another, just another slice of cake, yeah. Um, in some way, you know, it's come at a terrible time for me personally, and that's, you know, I'm not looking at this from a personal perspective, but at the same time, I'm possibly it's come at a, it's come at a good time. Um, so, yeah. Um, Chadwick Boseman, 43 years old, um, the king, you know, the, the king as he's been sort of championed as, and I, I fully support that, you know, he was in a lot of ways a king, um, yeah, just, it's real, really shit. So, I, I don't know what to say, I, I keep, every every week I record a podcast, and every week when I finish recording the podcast, I'm like, well that was depressing as anything, I, I, I can't seem to get, away. I think the last couple I've maybe really tried to focus on making them happy and jolly, but, pretty depressing. I think the free therapy aspect um, I may have taken too far now but hey you know it is what it is um, let's lighten the load shall we let's lighten the mood um, let's talk Pedal of Pay um, 
I'm going to caveat this one. Uh, I've kind of crowbarred one in. You know how I operate, and this comes back to things being depressing. If I only have a pet hate, uh, I won't. I try not to do it. And up until seven o'clock this evening, it is now twenty-five to ten. I didn't have a pet love. I've kind of crowbarred one in, but um, it is what it is, and we'll and we'll, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. What I was talking about earlier was the fact that um, I was kind of enjoying a, a moment of happiness. Um, my pet, this week's pet love is. Um, it's just something that I, I love. Um, there are a couple of good, really good, solid days um, with all my children. Uh, so like I say, it's not a pet love, um, but really good days. Um, I really enjoyed spending time with them. I really enjoyed doing the things that we were doing. I really enjoyed... Um, I took the two older uh, children and bought them some clothes, which um, I like to do, um, and I like that they are. Um, I like that they are individuals, and I like the fact that I can take them and say, "You need this item of clothing." But what do you want? And they will tell me what they want. And they will they pick their own clothes. And I look at the item of clothes. And I ask them if they'll wear it. And, and I'm assured that they'll wear it. Um, and, you know, it's hit and miss. Sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. But I like that. Um, I like that individuality uh, in my children. Um... And we we played stuff, and we did stuff, and we did activities, and went to the park, we played some football, and we uh, played some basketball, and we played um, games, and um, I like how each of them each of them is an individual. Each of each of these each of the the children are individuals. Um, so, as an example um, of of the of the three children, if I want a hug, I know that my middle daughter is. That's where if you need a hug, she's got you covered. Um, she's. If I, if I sit down, it's like some kind of trigger. If I sit down, she's like, oh, I must be hooked time. Um, but what's been nice is that my, um, my eldest, who's very up and down with stuff like that, um, seems to be coming back around like, um, so yeah, if I sit down, I'm just, it's just like, hook with you, hook with you, hook with you. Um, the little guy's a bit like, uh, let's have a hug. Uh, actually, no, I don't like you. Go away. Um, 
It's a little bit like that sometimes. Um, don't even, don't ever ask for a hug. Jesus. She will snap your neck trying to push you away. Um, I, I, it was, it was a, a nice, it's been a nice couple of days. Um, and yeah, like I say, you know, I've just been sat, just sort of riding that wave. And there's that part of me that's essentially just waiting for the bad, I'm waiting for the bad thing to happen. Um, because something, you know, good happened, something nice happened. Nice to have that time, nice to spend that time. Um, so now I'm just sitting and waiting for, for the bad thing. Um, which, you know, that's an amazing way to live, isn't it? But hey, it is what it is. Um, oh, this week's pet hate. Oh, oh, you, oh, oh, can you hear, can you hear the level of anger? Oh, you motherfucker. So, the way games work these days is you put a disc in a console, for, for if you're a console gamer, Put a disc in and it, and it reads the disc and it goes, the game is this big, I've got this much space. It will either fit or it won't. In my case, 90% of the time it won't fit and I have to then sit and dick about deleting a load of freaking games just to fit the game I want to play on the freaking PlayStation. Or on a very rare occasion, Xbox. So you got that. Then it will also, once it actually says, right, I'm now going to install from the disk, then it tells you, oh, I've got, to, I've got to download an update. Right, okay. So sometimes the disk installs can be quick, sometimes they take a little bit longer, but the, 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 I've got to download an update and install that as well can vary from, you know, 30 seconds to nine hours. That is not a joke either. Um, I've been having uh, small internet issues, so um, updates haven't been downloading super fast, as they're supposed to. None of this is the pet hate of which we speak. The pet hate of which we speak is in fact when you've been through all that bullshit, so you've been through the delete the games to make the space for the game, and the disc does its install, and the uh, update downloads, and the update installs, and you go, right, I am finally ready to play this game. And you press the button to make the game go, and it does the, the, the first screen like a loading screen and maybe another one and then it says game installing I'm sorry what what's this uh, what's this what's this game installing horseshit because we've already been through all of this you did what well, I cleared enough space 
then you installed the disk, then you downloaded the update, then you installed the update, we are good to go. What is this? And it's never a, oh, game's, oh, game's installed. No, no, no. If a game ever says that it's installing, yeah, strap yourself in, kids. You've got a hell of a weight on your hands. Infuriating. Should not be a thing. Game update shouldn't be a thing. Games should be complete works of art. But it is not the case. <sighs> so there, that's uh, this week's Petal of Pet Hate. Well, let's talk some stuff. Uh, I've, got, uh, I've got a lot to talk about, so I probably should start getting on and rattling through it. Uh, Rust Valley Restorers Series 3. Finished it, mate. Finished it. Um, I was going to say same as always, but it wasn't. I was very surprised to see another series so soon. I do wonder how and whether this series was affected by the virus. And I do wonder if this series was maybe cobbled together from stuff from the cutting room floor. What I mean is when you've got like at least a couple of episodes dedicated to this lady that works at the garage it wants to fix her truck up of this lady who works in the office at the garage wants to fix her car up it's like do we have any um paying customers on this one uh i think i previously spoke about the destruction derby episodes i hate those episodes um it's just it's not why we're here. We're here to watch a restoration TV show. Take the lump of shit, polish it, stick a big engine in it, job done. That's what we're here for. And it should do what it says on the tin. But it doesn't. Every series so far has been three. Every series so far has had the Destruction Derby episode. And I'm like, I don't care. Take a lump of shit, turn it into a bigger lump of shit, and go and crash it into a load of other lumps of shit. Woo! Great. Um. Yeah, I, I got. I got to admit that series three, not the strongest of the three series, but as I said, surprised that it came out did wonder if it was virus affected in some way that I couldn't quite put my finger on however um, still an enjoyable watch all in all um, still a series that if they released a fourth series tomorrow I'd watch it all I'd binge it um, so there's that as far as TV is concerned um, I can tell you how many episodes of Bing I've watched this week, if you like. <sighs> um, that's because I haven't drunk this cup of coffee at 10 o'clock at night. What am I going to do now? Yawning down the microphone, kids. 
Mm. Yeah, I'm going to struggle again. It's like uh, TV. I watched. No, I finished series one and started series two of what we do in the shadows. Um, series two does seem to have kicked it up a notch, and it was already fantastic. I honestly think that it's potentially well for me it's the, probably the best thing on TV because I don't watch a lot of TV um, but it's how long you know how long has it been the best thing on TV sort of thing um, it's it's just so good Start series two. There's an episode in series two called Collins Promotion, which was exceptional. Um, Colin, the energy vampire, um, is put in a position. Well, he gets promotion at work, which puts him into a position where he has the ability to drain even more people um, and just becomes more and more and more powerful um, such a good episode really good episode um, I am thoroughly enjoying it the thing, in a way the thing that annoys me about it as a series is the fact that I can't what well, I can't put it on in the back I've said this I say this every week I can't put it on in the background because I have to sit and physically watch it. So I can't like put it on while I'm doing something else. Um, so I, I, I can't watch it as much as I'd like to because I, I feel like I can't dedicate the time that it needs, that it deserves, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I've watched a shit ton of movies. Um, I won't go into a massive amount of detail, but because of the uh, the unrest in the house over the last week, um, I don't know why, uh, but it's kind of a go-to move, another go-to move, um, that I just suddenly switch over to watching films. Um, by the first couple of movies, you might think that I was uh, having a bit of a Keanu fest, uh, but that wasn't the case. Um, I watched Constantine. 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 Yeah. <sighs> so, I was 100%. That's a lie. I was 90% sure that I'd seen Constantine. And even now. If you asked me, I'd tell you that I've seen it twice. However, I watched it and I got so far through it and I went, maybe I haven't ever seen this. Because I didn't remember any of it, apart from possibly the end. But this could be dad brain dad brain has decided to give up everything that isn't of any use 
lines from films, lines from TV series, song lyrics, uh, song names. Couldn't tell you the name of a song now to save my life. Anything that doesn't involve me being a dad, my brain's like, don't need it, get rid of it. Um, so it's possible that the the knowledge of that film was gone in the whichever child purge. The great purge of 2000 and something. Um, so the jury is out on whether I, I have actually ever seen it before. But I have seen it now. And a couple of things. One... Shia LaBeouf's in it which came as a shock to me which would put weight behind the theory that I've never seen it but he is a child in that film but it it's weird it's like he's a child playing an adult it's a very I couldn't really get a handle on what the character was supposed to be whether he was just supposed to be young but without looking it up I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Constantine was before Transformers so there's a because he's driving a car in Constantine he's supposed to be a child in Transformers hmm don't know um, and a couple of other people in uh, Tilda Swinton and the guy that I can't remember the name of but if I say to you he's always the Russian guy there's a high chance you'll know who I mean um, they were in it it was okay the reason that I decided to watch it is because Constantine's popped up quite a bit being a DC character popped up quite a bit recently um, because I've watched a few um, DC animated movies he's been a character in it you could almost say that he was the main character in that one I watched recently, that Apocalypse War you could argue he was the main character in that um, and he's in DC Universe um, he has his own collection of missions to do so when I saw that it was available to watch on Prime Prime got a real good selection of movies never realised which is weird because you know obviously they have to have something on there I just never would think to sit down and go through them which I have done recently it was perfectly fine maybe a little dated um, the woman like the woman the female I don't know what you Suppose, you know, like a love interest where there's no love to speak of. Um, she wasn't brilliant in it. She wasn't very good. Um, so from Constantine to another Keanu Reeves movie. Um, I've been hankering, and this is where things get tricky. I've been hankering for watching John Wick. But there was a part of me that was like, oh, but if I watch the first one, I'll have to watch the other two. The other two are flawed. Um, 
Oh, hey, but you shouldn't let that stop you watching John Wick. It was there, took away on Prime. I was like, do you know what? I'm going to watch John Wick. Do you know something? What I've realised is John Wick could be, could be, possibly put into the category of perfect film. Now let me explain. A perfect film doesn't have to be the best film ever made. A perfect film doesn't have to be your favourite film. Perfect film is a film that you watch and you go, yep, there is nothing I would do differently. And that's why I say it could be. Because one thing I will say about John, the, the first John Wick is there's a couple, there are uh, two standout points in that film, and I can't remember them, so don't ask me to, but I made a mental note that there were two standout points in that film where the editing is quite off. You do go, well, what happened there then? And that happened twice. Other than that, everything else about that film is perfect. And I think I would be prepared to let it off. I'd let it in. It can go and sit next to Serenity. How to Train Your Dragon. What else did I watch recently? Well, another DreamWorks one that I really enjoyed. Turbo. That was the one. I think that's. I think that could go on the list. So John Wick. I'm going to sit here and review John John Wick. I probably did it at the time a while ago. Could be a perfect film. It's a, it's a. It is a thing of beauty. That movie. It is a beautiful film. I don't mean like scenery wise. I just mean the way that that film is crafted. Beautiful. I thoroughly enjoyed watching it again. I followed that up with War Dogs. A film that I had wanted to see when it originally came out and a film that I watched recently because it was available on Prime. Can you tell I've spent a bit of time on Prime this week? And a film that I am aware I have watched and reviewed recently. Um, those films are kind of my thing. Um, film that I thoroughly enjoy. Thoroughly enjoy. Lord of War. And let's face it, War Dogs is Lord of War. They're, they are identical. Oh, the other one, American Made. That's Tom Cruise in, so not, not the best. Um, any of those films. Somebody, you know, selling guns, running guns, smuggling guns, you know, all of that sort of stuff. Um, rise and Fall, all of that, that that sort of stuff, the rise and the fall and the rise again sometimes, you know, that sort of stuff, boogie nights, rise, fall and rise. Another film that I sat and I enjoyed, having seen it before, sat down and watched it, watched it again, and I enjoyed it. It was a good film. Uh, you might notice that the ones I've seen before and I've probably reviewed before are the ones I'm not dwelling too much on. Speaking of films I've seen before, I watched 
And speaking of a TV show I'm watching at the moment, I watched What We Do in the Shadows, the movie. Um, I'm going to make a small confession. I've only seen the film once before. And I watched it because a friend of mine told me that it was the best, hands down, the best film ever made. Superb, awesome, a laugh riot, you know, all that sort of stuff. The best film ever. By the way. I watched it and I felt like I'd missed the point. It was. It was enjoyable enough. It was okay. I watched it. It was fine. But in a situation where somebody tells you that something is the best and you watch it and you go, it was alright, you start doubting yourself. You're like, is it me? Am I, the, am I the one? Is it them? Are they, you know, a little bit crazy? Who's to blame here? Who's at fault? Is it a difference of taste? But then as time went on, I realised that it was me because everybody loved it so I was got a TV show and I really enjoyed the TV show so I'm like hmm it's available to watch on Prime maybe I should take this opportunity to watch the film again with different eyes I've been watching TV series, enjoying the TV series, maybe that'll make make a difference of opinion. And you know something? It really did. Um, I watched it this time round, and I really enjoyed that film. Um, <laughs> I've been I've been quoting it uh, quite a lot. Nick, do you like Paschetti? Um, it was very good very enjoyable a lot of fun um, yeah just a lot of fun sorry jeez um, I have watched another film uh, and I've watched half a film so I can't review half film although it is a film I've seen many times before um, so I don't think you'll get a review out of me for that one. Um, I watched Knives Out again. Film that I really wanted to see, largely because it had amazing reviews when it came out. I uh, had it in my Amazon basket to buy for donkeys, but I'm trying not to buy movies so I'll try and find a different way to watch them you know if I can rent them you guys know that I got into renting stuff for a while um and I just I just like I try and do absolutely everything I can to not buy films just willy-nilly next thing lo and behold oh it's on prime it's on prime we're on it's on prime little while later it's like right let's watch Knives Out watch Knives Out firstly let me get this out out on Front Street it was good it was a good film and it was an enjoyable watch now let's get down to the nitty gritty side of it the nitty gritty side of it was 
It's a whodunit, which is a, a bit of a, a, a dead art form. Um, uh, I'll admit, I didn't work all of it out by the, by the reveal, but I had worked quite a lot of it out. Um, I worked something out early on, really early on, I worked something out. Then... You get so far and it's like, oh, hang on a minute. Because they tell you who did it. So you're like, oh, well, there's obviously going to be more to this. Because they tell you who done it. And obviously there was more to it. So you get so far and you go, hmm, something is afoot here. So then I worked out who would how do I put it I worked out who the murderer was when in actual fact there was no murderer I worked out that bit but I was like there's still like pieces that aren't fitting together then I worked out a few other bits but I have a feeling that the way that film was made was they'd got so far and they've gone uh, we've made this really complicated Maybe we need to make it a little more obvious who it is, who the who the who the bad guy is, not necessarily the murderer, who the bad guy is. Because from a certain point in that film, to me, it was just like, in case you haven't worked out yet, it's this person. Ah, oh, in case you haven't worked out yet, it's this person. It seemed to go like that for pretty much the rest of the film to the point where they revealed, shockingly, that it was that person. It's like, I, I know, just tell us how. Um, loads of people in it. Chris Evans is in it, Jim Lee Curtis, uh, Don Johnson, a guy who... I can't say I know his name, but he's in a lot of stuff. Right, we have to look at that. Um, weirdly, and this was the thing that amused me quite uh, quite early on in the film, I looked at the woman, like the main character, and I was like, um, looked her up. She was in War Dogs. I need to tell you this guy's name because I feel like I'm doing him an injustice because he is in all sorts of stuff. Uh, you can tell what I've been looking up recently. War dogs. Um, what am I looking for? Knives out. Knives. Really? Oh, it's not. There we go. His name is Michael Shannon. That's right. Um, he was in it. Uh, there was Christopher Plummer. He was in it. Um, so yeah, really good cast. One of the people that I haven't mentioned, Daniel Craig's in it. And Daniel Craig was, hands down, the standout worst part of that film. I... And I only presume that all of the choices that were made 
for this film, for this character, for all of that, were intentional. Daniel Craig is British. They had him playing an American. Already we're off to a bad start. You want an American to play an American, get an American to do it. Next. Daniel Craig plays an American with a thick... Is it, the, is it a southern accent? Like a southern droll, is it? It was awful. So much so that it was distracting. It was distractingly bad. But I can only presume that that was all intentional. Because otherwise it makes no sense. Because why wouldn't they have just got somebody else to play that part? Or got, or got him to do a better accent? Or any of those things? Sure, all of that was possible. Other than that, good film, enjoyable watch. I enjoyed sitting and watching it. Um, I might have been the only one. But, I enjoyed it. So there. Um... Like I said, I'm halfway through. I'm halfway through watching The Watchmen, um, but I've seen The Watchmen loads. I'll have potentially finished it by this time next week, so I don't think you'll get a review of The Watchmen out of me. Boo hoo. Um, games. So it finally happened the thing we thought might never happen has finally happened and I finished Ghost of Tsushima amazing fantastic game amazing game really good game um, an early review I saw of it said that it uh, having played all the way through a, a lengthy campaign uh, it got a little bit repetitive um, and then the review went on to say, but what do you expect for a 40 to 50 hour game? Yeah, that, that review is, both sides of that review is true. There, are, there is an element that, there, that it might possibly get a little repetitive, but after you've done anything for 40 to 50 hours, what isn't repetitive? Um, my only other slight criticism of that game would be um, the fox dens. I think I mentioned this previously. Um, when you travel uh, a certain distance to go to a question mark on the map and you get there and it's a fox den, it's quite annoying because ultimately they are a bit of a pointless thing. I'm pretty sure that the charms I got very early on in the game, once I had unlocked all of the slots for charms and had filled all those slots, I don't think I ever changed the charms that were in those slots. So, pointless aspect in a lot of ways. Outside of that, great story, well acted, well played by all the people involved, absolutely stunning game, beautiful game, 
Um, I think I've already said, but I'm going to say it again. Everybody said that The Last of Us Part Two was going to be the game that end the that um, I can't think of how to word it. Um, that closed out the generation, um, and they were wrong. Ghost of Tsushima is the game that closes out this generation. Um, it was beautiful. It was. Um, a game that has a photo mode and absolutely deserves one. Some of the imagery in that game is amazing. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed every minute of that game. There wasn't a... Outside of the Fox Den thing, there wasn't a moment of frustration. There wasn't a moment of anger. It was a beautifully well-crafted game. And a, another example of thing that just makes me angry about the games market. When, you know, when companies can produce things that look like and play like that, then where are, you know, what are the excuses for everything else we have to deal with? Um, absolute, absolute fantastic just a world world beater game um so that is that is that 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 is finished um something that luke mentioned um i simultaneously do and don't agree with him uh, on this one he said great game zero replay ability replay factor um I agree. I do agree. I'm not saying I don't agree. But I don't agree about that with games. I will always go back and replay a game um, if it's good. Uh, and that has, that has a variety of different degrees. Sometimes I'll go back to a game and try and play it again and find I can't. Um, I'm looking at one now, Spider-Man. Really struggled to go back to that game um, because of things I mentioned. You know, the the MJ and the Miles Morales bits of that game are um, pace killers, absolutely. Um, so yeah, speaking weirdly speaking of going back to games, um, I installed two games uh, one of the said games is the one that caused my uh, frustration around uh, games saying that they're ready to play when they're not uh, I installed The Last of Us Part 2 again because um, I'm very much in the mindset that I will play that game again I installed it and went back to playing it again um, unfortunately there's that whole like the first three hours I played some of it when I'd finished it because I knew I wanted to get through that so I have got so far um, but yeah more story than game still at the at the early early parts of that game um, the other game <laughs> the other game is a game that I, I rarely talk about, I rarely mention, um, 
a little known game I doubt anybody's ever heard of it if I'm honest it's called Ghost Recon Wildlands I might have, I might have mentioned it in the past just in passing obviously yes it is that time again ladies and gentlemen it's Ghost Recon Wildlands time uh, previously I've played it on the Xbox more um, that was a lot to do with uh, a co-op element playing it with other people um, this time I decided to dig out the PS4 copy um, and I started playing that a couple of days ago um, I'm taking a slightly different approach to this way of playing it I'm not excuse me I'm not going about picking up every single little piece of everything currently I don't know how um, any part of OCD that lives inside me will, will cope with that uh, and I have jumped across certain sections of the map to find some uh, really nice weapons I wanted, a sni wanted one of the sniper rifles that will blow up helicopters with one shot um, I got one and I was like this isn't it this isn't the one I want um, and I got another one and I was like this is the one I want so uh, yeah now I can uh, shoot down helicopters with one shot which is fun um, so that's that that's where I'm at with that I mean largely that's it I feel a bit like oh, I should talk about working out um, or I should talk about VR uh, but still I'm, I'm still playing VR I'm still uh, I'm only really playing one game uh, I'm really into that uh, how's it called <laughs> I'm, I'm really into it I just don't know what it's called that um, that ninja one I was playing I want to say Shakira, but it might be. I don't think it is. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a ninja game um, with guns. Um, I still play. Uh, I'm only playing a couple of days a week at this point in time because I've stopped doing the boxing. Uh, because it became quite redundant. Um, I got stuck fighting this guy couldn't progress past that point uh, which meant uh, I which also meant I was only doing the boxing for like sometimes not even 30 seconds because he beat me that fast so it was pointless like turning it on um, so I've gone back to playing VR on my rest days um, but I'm still playing and I'm still doing it currently working out the logistics of getting the um, the link up and running a lot of things i've seen recently uh, are really opening that up to be more <sighs> me and the words are not doing well today more accessible is the word i was looking for um so that's super fun super exciting really look forward to getting my teeth into that that is it for this week bit of a mixed bag as i'm sure you'll agree but it was what it was and it was this week in history in a lot of ways um unfortunately um yeah there we go thanks for joining me 
I'll catch you guys next time. Bye. So there you go, what do you think to that? Another one done. Oof. Coming thick and fast now. It's almost like it's routine or something. YouTube subscribers, you are the best people out there because you're supporting the YouTube channel. And obviously anybody that isn't subscribing, well, I think we all know what that means. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com, check us out over there. You can, uh, you can send us love of various kinds and we accept all forms of love. So, you know. So that's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then. Bye-bye.